Hi, this is Pastor Tim Crick, and you are listening to the weekly sermon podcast of Holy Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Newington, New Hampshire, a part of the ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can find us online at www.htelc.com. We worship on Sunday mornings at 8.30 and 11 a.m., where you are never too late and there is always room for one more. We hope you can join us sometime, and we hope you find the sermon you're about to listen to helps you to understand and experience the depths of God's love for you and the entire world. Thanks for listening. The Gospel reading comes from Matthew, chapter 5, 1 through 12. It is the Beatitudes. Please stand as you are able. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The gospel of the Lord, the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. So some of you might be happy because we are under a time constraint here, right? We know it's an abbreviated service. You're not going to get those 20, 25-minute sermons from me that I've had the freedom to do while we've uh, had to do Zoom. You know, if that's the case, you can always just click that video, you know, no video button and get up and walk away and then come back during the next part. Here, I see you if you get up and walk out right now. We have the Beatitudes. Now, we've talked about them before, and we've said what the Beatitudes, you know, we've changed that word blessing. Blessed are those. And a big focus on it has been who is really blessed, or who is God close to? And as opposed to saying, right, when we use that word blessed frequently, we say, I am so blessed when something good happens, right? I'm so blessed I found this relationship. I'm so blessed that I got this job. I'm so blessed that I was healed. I'm so blessed that even as mundane, or not as mundane, as superficial as the parking space opened up for me, right? I've even heard people say things like that, right? Blessed as if when it goes my way, I know God is with me, yet the Beatitudes say the opposite, God is with those, right? And so we've read these before. God is with those who are poor in spirit. God is with those who mourn. God is with those who are meek. God is with those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. But now I just want to spend a couple minutes and look at actually those groups of people that the Beatitudes say God is with. Because oftentimes we see them as platitudes, right? Anybody have them like in a cross stitch in their house somewhere? It's okay if you don't, but it's not an uncommon thing that we think they're nice saying. But do we really think about 
Who are those people that we say God is close to? Or is it just another thing that we memorize that sounds nice? So you can look at these Beatitudes. There's nine of them that we have this morning to put them into three groups. The first group is people who find themselves in certain situations or circumstances. So what are those situations or circumstances? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Who is that? Who are those people that feel abandoned? Do you know those people? Who are those people that feel hopeless? Who are those people that feel scared? That feel alone? That feel the weight of the world is on their shoulders. They don't know where to turn. Who are those people? One, in your life? Who are those people in the world? Second one, those who mourn. Who are the people that are sad? Who are those who are dejected? Who are those who are depressed? Who are those that grieve the loss of a loved one? That death isn't just something that we are trying to avoid that might happen 20, 30 years from now, but it is at their front door. Blessed are the meek. Who are the humiliated in our society? Who are those who are walked on? Who are the doormats? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. These are the people who are craving justice in their lives, who are having justice denied them. That doesn't happen in our world today, does it? There are people who are being denied justice. There are people that are crying out that no one listens to. There are people that are denied basic rights that so many of us take for granted. Who are those people in your life? Who are those people in society? If we had time, I'd get a chart out and we'd list those groups of people. But think about that. Who are those people in these situations or in circumstances that are marginalized, that are oppressed, that are worn, that are weary, that feel like they have nowhere else to turn, that feel alone and abandoned and depressed, the ones who society doesn't see, ignores, doesn't care about. That's the first four Beatitudes. The next four, who are those people that are working on behalf of the first four? Does that make sense? 
Who are those people in the world, in our society, in our community that see and hear and recognize the groups in the first four and say, I'm going to do something about it because it's not right? Who are the merciful? Who are the healers? Who are the people that show empathy and compassion? Who are the ones that see the wrongs that are going on in the world and are working to put it right, the merciful? Who are the pure in heart? This isn't naive or innocent. This is single-minded devotion and passion toward God and the world that God dreams it can be. This is not trying to dilute our faith to make it more palatable to us, but see things as they are. We can go back to theology of cross, theology of glory, right? Theology of the cross. Call a thing what it is. Name it. Pull back the layers. Those are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Reconciliation. Trying to work not through coercive means, through violence or intimidation or strength or I'm stronger than you. Might equals right. Not that yet sees the other person as an image of God and is working to reconcile the wrongs through peaceful means, the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. When we do those things, be merciful, devotion toward God, compassionate, empathy, Work toward peace, not through coercive means, powerful means, violent means. There's no guarantee it's going to be smooth sailing, is there? Those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Those who peel back the layers and call it out for what it is and say, I'm going to do something about it. When you call something out... People don't want to hear it, do they? When you call a system out for the evil that it is doing, for the harm that it is causes, even if there is some good within it, but you're saying that harm, the good doesn't justify the harm that is happening. People aren't going to want to hear that, are they? And they're going to want to try and silence it. And you're going to be persecuted for it. God is with you in those moments. I read this about All Saints Day. When we light candles, when we remember those who have gone before us. One thing that it's saying is that we might be crazy, but we're not alone. There are those who have gone before. Right? The great cloud of witnesses. We look to them and we carry the torch that was given to us and that we will give to others. And then this final one, when they revile you and persecute you and other all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. I don't wonder. Sometimes I know why churches don't grow, right? 
I don't know if that is necessarily the case. <laughs> if it is something, if our faith is something that makes us comfortable, right, that we come out and we always just simply feel good about what we are doing, maybe we aren't doing what we are called to do. Does that make sense? This is a place of transformation. This is a place in which we walk in the door and we say we see the world one way and then the blinders are pulled off and we say, oh my gosh, I see it now someplace different. And I have to recognize, this is why we do confession forgiveness, because I recognize where I saw it wrong before. How many people like to say I'm sorry? We don't. Nobody wants to change their opinion as opposed to admitting, wow, I might be wrong. We dig in our heels. That doesn't happen today, does it? I'd rather be right, convince myself I'm right, than have the other person be right. Because all of a sudden there's shame, there's embarrassment, I've lost face, whatever it might be. We need to admit where we've strayed, correct our ways, and move on. And that's the good news, right? Your reward is great. God is with you. We do not need to be afraid so we can come in, have our perspective changed. See, this is who I was. This is who I'm going to be. I'm on that way. God, walk with me. These are the Beatitudes. What if we argued over these being posted in public? How would that change the atmosphere? What if these were something that we can embody and live, not just memorize and check off the sheet, but it changed the way we saw other people, it changed the way that we saw our way to live in, to the world, and we trusted God is with us every step of the way. So my prayer for all of us is this, that we see with new eyes. We ask to be opened up to see where injustices are happening in the world, and God make us brave enough to say and do something about it. And trust that God is with us. Amen. That's the sermon for this week. We hope from it you learned a bit more about God's love for you and the world. Please subscribe and rate our podcast to help us be found by and reach more people. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, you are loved.